Welcome to D&D and D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gross, and with me today are fun people, Beth and Mike. Say hi, Beth and Mike. Well, hi, hello there. Beth and Mike. Hi, Beth and Mike. I will always like that joke. I don't care if it's... We've rested it for long enough. Uh, yeah. It's time to bring it it's back. It's always good. Always good. This... Oh, you know what we could have done? What could have we done? Uh, well, we could have done the, the Mr. Doubtfire... Hello! Oh, that's because a good one. Uh, hold Mr. on to that one for the next one. Okay, well, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, Chippendale humor. <laughs> All that's staying in. Um, uh, we're back to the prequel. It's only been a week since we recorded the last one. How thrilling. It's surprising. Yeah. It's nice to see your face. Yes, it is. We are, we are in person again. Um, oh, yeah, we weren't in person last we week. We weren't in person because it was still... We, 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 it was new information that james was sick um james is now no longer sick which is great Mm -hmm. um but we don't know if he's safe to be around or not but but he's never safe to be around that's very true uh he'll squeeze you until you explode pop your head right off (laughs) but we're in a different part of the house We're we're in my part of the house so we're we're safe it's where i've been all week and i'm not sick so that's what we're banking on. That's what we're banking on. <laughs> Although we came over here. This uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by Beth drinking Taco Bell coffee. Taco Bell coffee. It's yeah. It's not good. <laughs> and we went to a Taco Bell that we have not tried before, and it was also not good. Well, Everything about it was like a little bit off. Yeah. That, it was a bizarro Taco Bell. <laughs> it was a bizarro Taco Bell to the point that I was like, this Dr. Pepper, something's wrong. I can't figure out what. Oh no! Even the fountain was wrong. Even the fountain yeah, so was wrong. Dirty lines. Don't. Oh man! Oh, don't tell no. us we're doing this dirty line Dr. Pepper. This is a dirty lines episode. <laughs> Sponsored by Dirty Lines. <laughs> That's Ew. my suspicion is that it was dirty lines. If the fountain drink tastes weird, it's probably dirty lines. It was extra sweet. I think. Oh no! Then it's then it. That's a different problem. It was, it was missing something. Beth had described it as Dr. Pepper has thirty-seven flavors. There was like thirty-three. Yeah. Mm. Like clearly we could tell there. that they were <laughs> they were short <laughs> out of the feet. <laughs> Just couldn't put our fingers exactly on what it was. Yeah. So to the degree that I was in the car thinking like, am I losing my sense of taste? Everything about this Taco Bell is like a little bit off. Mm. Is it, it a Kavivi? Yeah. A it's, Kov- it's weird that the Sherman Oaks Taco Bell is like Kind of luxury it's Taco so Bell. It's so good. It's never bad. No other Taco Bell holds a candle to the Shokes Taco Bell. You guys are are on your own on this one because I detest Taco Bell. Oh, you just all, all, I all will, together. It is not food. Mm. I will not eat it. Mm. I like me a spicy potato taco. Yeah. I'm very simple. I just like the regular tacos. In fairness, I have not had Taco Bell since probably 1998. Well, Damn. get it from the Shokes Taco Bell if you ever That's go back. That's the one. Yeah. That's there the one There are plenty of much, much better places to get tacos. <laughs> That's the thing in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on your way to a D&D and d recording and you got to get something quick. Eaten. Yeah. I feel that way about White Castle. Ah. White Castle is... It's not. Disgusting. It's also not good. I no. agree. Yeah, I think we're all that three aligned with that one. A very, very overrated fast food. What's yeah. your favorite fast food? Oh, like, like of a of like a chain where like like a like a drive. Yeah, I'm they not would asking you like. I love cereal. Well, no. Um, <laughs> probably In and Out. In and Out. Okay. I think probably it is very very hard to beat an In and Out burger mm. for a fast food option. Prior to In and Out, growing up. Um, 
it probably would have been Arby's, but now that sounds gross. Arby's is kind of gross. Yeah. Why is it that Arby's to us sounds kind of soggy? Yeah, they always, always were. Yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Because the the meat would, would when they wrapped the sandwich, it would always steam because it was hot meat, and then they would wrap the sandwich, and the the bun would steam. Hmm. And uh, so it was kind of a little bit of a mess, but. We didn't get a lot of fast food. It would only be on like road trips, mm-hmm. you know, and then now we have too much fast food and it's always in and out. <laughs> um, but yeah, but an In-N-Out burger is tough to beat. I think, you know, there's always the debate of like, what's the, what's the burger chain? And people really love Five Guys and Shake Shack and shit. And it's like, no, like you're, you're fast food. overthinking what it, fast food burger is and In-N-Out burger is the prime example of what it should be. I think, although get it without tomatoes. The tomatoes are worthless. <laughs> They are. They add nothing to it. Interesting. Because In-N-Out uses, like, fresh ingredients and stuff. So, like, I'm sure in, like, a couple weeks, the tomato will be fine. Oh, so you're saying but they're under-ripened tomatoes. They're, well, they're just, they're, they're very bland. They're mealy. Like, when they're out of season, like, tomatoes in general, out of season Oh, my God. I bad. love this conversation. Okay, yeah. Tell me more about seasonal vegetables. The, the, the tomatoes, I think. Fruits, no, sorry. No cool. matter. Right. It's, that's intelligence and wisdom. Um, but, uh, uh, tomatoes, um, are amazing in season and they're bad out of season. And summer season for tomatoes. Summer season for tomatoes. Yeah. So we're, we're about to get into where tomatoes are going to be awesome. So get ready to go to your farmer's markets and, and make your BLTs and. Put slices of tomatoes on top of your pizzas. Yes. It's, it is about time and they're going to be great. Everyone's going to be advertising heirloom. Yeah. It's just in season. It's I not love, so much about the heirloom part. I love an heirloom tomato, though, on a sandwich, like a big slice. I, I also love, like, good tomatoes on their own, I think, with a little salt are amazing. But, like, in the winter, if you're buying a tomato from a grocery store, Mealy is the word Mealy, yeah. They're, no. they're, they have kind of a dry, the texture's weird. They don't have a lot like of flavor. Like applesauce. Yeah. It's odd. Ew. You buy what? your tomato and it's like Ew. the texture like, of applesauce. Just add sugar and then it becomes ketchup. There is a hack for this if you want fresh tomatoes oh. in the winter. Okay. And that's to buy cherry tomatoes or grape tomatoes or small tomatoes. Because those, they pick them. The, what they do is they pick tomatoes when they're not ripe. And then they add a gas as they ship. I forget exactly what it is that makes them ripen. And the small tomatoes, they pick closer to ripeness than the big tomatoes. So you can get a better, like if you're making like a pico de gallo or a salsa or something where you're you're making, you need fresh tomatoes in the winter, buy the little tomatoes and you'll have a better tomato taste. Fun tomato tip. Thank Mm. you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Now now everybody knows. Yeah. I I just imagine Gress will go into In-N-Out. In winter, being like, uh, I'd like a number one, but the tomatoes not on the burger because they're out of season. And they'd be <laughs> like, just like being really snobby about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get my, my in and out order is a double double with onion, no tomato, and animal fries, well done, but not an animal burger. It's too much. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't like animal burgers. That's my in and out order. I. Don't eat red meat. And so mine is a grilled cheese animal style. (laughs) It's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's the exact same thing as your regular burger. It's just take the meat patty out. And guys, it tastes the same. 
It doesn't taste. That means that the buns like it's lacking anything. are what's giving you the taste. It's the sauce and the combination of vegetables. It's the flavoring around the meat. You don't need the meat. Mm. It blew my mind the first time I had it. I was like, this isn't allowed. They're, they're a good alternative. I'll, I, I will say. Because yeah. yeah. grilled cheese, it doesn't, it's not what you think it is. It's literally what, it's the word that you have to say in order to get a burger without, without the meat the patty. Meat. It yeah. still has all the vegetables and lettuce and things. It's not just cheese and a bun. But then I get the little the onions with the che- If anybody doesn't know what the animal style is, it's uh, caramelized onions in the cheese sauce. And you put, and put it in there. That's what the, that's the sound that they make when they put it in the bun. Mm-hmm. in and outs worth it. If you're, if you're in a region that doesn't have in and out and then you travel to a region that does and, and you've heard of in and out and stuff, it's, I think it's worth it. Yeah. The trick yeah. on your way to out. or from the airport. Remember, it's fast food. Yes. So if you're expecting to be like that woman who is crying because the in and out was uh, built near her house mm-hmm. and finally all of her dreams came true, yeah. uh, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. But... If you like McDonald's and then you get an In-N-Out burger, you'll be like, wow. Yeah. Really good. It's a little bit better than McDonald's. Yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe with your local chain uh, burger <laughs> yeah. place that you prefer. Because Where? I know we They're driving. Just... <laughs> <laughs> pull over. Well, yeah. Pull over. <laughs> Send us a tweet. And, yeah. Uh, that would be the best because thing to do. I, I, we just talked about In-N-Out for 15 minutes. And I know Four, that... nine minutes. Okay. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. We got a very valuable tomato fact out of that. That's true. Get a tomato so a lot fact. of that was really tomatoes. Yes. Uh, the last thing I'll say about burgers is if you actually want a really good um, fast fast food style burger, but you want it to be very good and you're in Los Angeles, go to Burgers Never Say Die in uh, Silver Lake. That's all. Another California one. Yep. For those who are not in California. He said if you're in California. If you're in, if you're in LA, if you're, you know, because... Oh, there's that's, a preface. I... People... Uh, you know, with nine g- minutes. Yeah. There was a preface. There was a Stay preface. on track, Michael. I was listening, but then I was just. <laughs> we lost him. We lost him in in the grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> we lost him. We got lost in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> in the animal, animal sauce. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just lost me at the, the squishy tomatoes that are like applesauce. That yeah. was just like I cannot get over that. Uh, another reason why, for most recipes, you should be using canned tomatoes instead of uh, fresh tomatoes because they will taste better and taste more like tomatoes than fresh tomatoes ninety percent of the time. Mm. Um, if you if you have a cat and you use the can opener to open the can of tomatoes, they're going to think it's a can of tuna. <laughs> so just heads up on that. Just be prepared that when you do that, you know your cat will want some. So give them a treat. Have treats on hand. Don't give them the tomatoes, so they won't. No, like they won't it. like it. They'll be mad at you. <laughs> Uh, a little bit more food talk before we get back into it. We will finally today, I believe, oh, paella. Eat our paella. Oh, I didn't really? know that. If you guys are, are yeah are hanging around and stuff, we we paella. We, uh, we we have a, a meeting on the books to be to talk about season five with James and Chelsea, and and we originally hoped that James would be able to join us, and he still can't. <laughs> still locked up. Um. But we we were optimistic, but he's still uh, he's still uh, in, testing positive. Yeah, so even though he has no symptoms, he feels good, which is good. So, but uh, but that doesn't mean that we can't have dinner. I I I I, I did though uh, choose a ninety whatever degree day to uh, <laughs> cook something outside over a fire. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be in the pool <laughs> while you are cooking. Sorry. Uh, please. I hope so. I that would have been a good idea. Yeah. I did not bring my bathing suit. 
Skinny dipping. Oh, skinny dipping. <laughs> the grass is going to see our boobs. <laughs> 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 our <boobs>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no collectively yeah. okay let's get this going all right <laughs> oh mike's blushing we are gonna I get <laughs> we are gonna get back into it we are uh we are nearing um the exciting conclusion of the this prequel adventure <laughs> this is like this is like uh a season finale that just like we're gonna get there yeah. we're gonna every episode we're getting there we're, we're getting, getting close there. It's so funny. I do this every time. I feel every season, I feel like I'm like, we're almost to the end. And then it's like 10 episodes. <laughs> I'm just calling you out because I think it's funny. <laughs> we're almost to the end. Did you know that if you put avocado in a brown paper bag, it will ripen quickly on the countertop? <laughs> uh, apples, too, will also um, help your fruit ripen. If you have an app, if you have like a banana hanger and you hang your bananas over a fruit bowl and you have an apple underneath your bananas, your bananas will go brown faster. Okay, we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um Cassian has apples in his yes. hands. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to we're going to eat the paella. The paella was kind of the genesis for this whole thing. I had um a paella restaurant out with um some friends who were visiting from out of town uh on a uh winter night that was uh, on the cooler side for southern California. We were nearer the ocean um and it made me think of this whole thing. A a a place that has more Mediterranean vibes, but is colder than it should be. That's where we are now. That's so mm. cool. Now I'm just imagining a t-shirt where like the main, what you're looking at is the paella dish, but in the distance out the window of the restaurant, you can see Orothol's castle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. overlooking the With ocean. The tree and the dragon <laughs> and the storm and the, yeah. So yeah, you uh, you are at this castle. You are in the dungeon of it. Above you is the castle, um, covered in the snow. You learned is um, somehow related to dragon bits. That has yet to be uh, completely explained. Um, Cassian turned on you and revealed that he has been under the thrall of the evil Lord Orlthos, who has been uh, who has possessed this uh this white oak tree that um belonged to the grand evil lord uh Anaranthanius Argranthium a long long time ago that's that's some deep lore um for all of you lore nuts and now you are about to break out of the jail after uh Kytheria and Navia used the wild magic to their benefit um it it turns out that it is the evil that uh, Orlthos is trying to do here that is causing uh, breaks in the fabric of reality. And that exposure to those breaks is what is messing with Navia's wild magic. But you were able to harness it through the power of friendship. Hmm. Uh, and, and the flower, right? Yes. And, yep. and Cassian's flower that Majumbo stole. Um, Sneaky boy. With his free bug juice hand. <laughs> uh, Where is that flower right now? Uh, I think you would still have it. I don't. Th- it wouldn't have been destroyed. Okay. So your Navia has it in your possession currently. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty serious magic item that um, would not have been torn asunder by by that particular thing. If it didn't kill you all, it would not break this item. Um, but it did break the uh, the shackles that were binding Plinther and Belamore and the Dragonborn Chronomancer Shazfrith, Corey. Who uh, you didn't get her last name now, but that's last time. But this is what it is, um, and uh, she 
is now also free to do uh, magic. And Both the pig man, her her um, bodyguard. bodyguard is also there. And he doesn't speak common. It is now the seven of you. Jesus. <laughs> mm. This is five voiced yeah. by James Russell. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, the cell, the guards rushed over after the uh, explosion from the wild magic, um, and one of them was blasted by uh, Plinther and blasted by a spell. You guys don't have weapons, except for this flower. You don't have a lot of spell slots left, I imagine. I got two. You don't have... uh, Higher ones. You have some health that's gone. You have been th- put through the paces and uh, in this ju- uh, dungeon, and now you are trying to escape. Um, we are going to roll for initiative because you have some guards to fight. That is where we are going to begin. I rolled a 10. I rolled a 15. Jumbo got an 18, and Navia got a 14. So it's going to be... Oh, I've got to roll for everybody else. Oh, my dice are over here. All right, it's going to be uh, Plinth, Majumbo, Nils, Shay... Navia, Both, Cat, guards. These guards stand. There's two of them. Or I know that they're going to get their turn. <laughs> there, are cur- <laughs> there are currently two. We're, let's uh, for the escape, just to save time. Let's keep this initiative order, if that's okay with you guys. Just so we don't have to keep rolling it every yep. time. Because spoilers, you're going to meet more guards. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Um, so uh, Plinthorn just blasted one of the guards. There are two uh, remaining. Um, they are, uh, these orcish type, uh, guys, like the, like the, the dude that you fought, um, back in the city. That seems to be the, uh, demographic that Orlthos has recruited mostly for the, uh, the cult. There, there are some other folk as well, but these guys just happen to be, um, of the orcish persuasion. The first one that was hit with this firebolt is just knocked totally on his ass and does not rise. So there are two more. They have weapons. They have kind of uh, like halberds, pole axes kind of thing. Yikes. Um, very simple uh, armor. They have a very crudely stenciled uh, like white tree splashed across their chests. Um, they also have uh, what appears to be like branches in their hair. Um, so they have like ornamentation of uh, the cult. It is um, Plint's turn first. He is going to cast a spell called Shield. Is it to himself? Uh, no, he is going to cast it on uh, Kytheria. Me? Yes. He's going to cast a shield. An invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you. You sense it. You sense a kind of like shimmer. Something catches your eye. You have a plus five bonus to armor class. Oh my god, nothing's ever going to be able to hit me. And this is a fun one. You take no damage from magic missile. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you have... uh, He casts this on you. Majumbo's turn... He whistles. He doesn't really have any other um, means of producing, you know, music and magic right now. Um, not a singer, Majumbo, because, spoilers, I'm not a singer. Majumbo is going to cast Cure Wounds on Nils. Ah. And he's going to cure you. I have fun, I have fun pride dice on uh, D&D Beyond. Um, he's going to cure you for 18th. Oh, thanks, Buddy, you got it. 
We're, we're going to need you I, I, to be the big body here. You and, and Boff, I think, are going to be very instrumental until we can find our weapons. Yeah. Uh, it is your turn now, Nils. Where's Boff? Next to you. Where are the guards? In front of you. They're blocking your way. You are in the cell. The cell door is open. Can we both fit through the cell door at the same time? Both is very big. That's a no. You're just going to do a beef wall? I would like to charge full force at the guard that's guarding the door that's in the way. Great. And beef wall. like tackle him? Yes, just like yeah, like a tackle. Okay. Um roll a uh, athletics roll as a grapple check and let's see how you <laughs> guard didn't roll good. <laughs> 9. You still be Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little clumsy when I yeah, do this. Yeah, you like slip in some of the mud or whatever, yeah. and it, it is a little clumsy. But you still catch him off balance, um, and you knock him to the ground. Let's say you don't like wrap up; you like hit and roll off. Hit and roll off. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you still now you both are on the ground. Okay. Uh, where's the other guard now? Uh, the other guard is you know like uh, a few feet away from you now in like the hallway of the of the uh, dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, you guys were in like the cell at the end of like a long hallway. The other guard now is in that hallway. The one you just tackled is on the ground at the entrance to the cell. You are now also in that hallway. You like rolled out. Okay. Um, I want to get up as okay. my second action and cast Compelled Duel. Okay. That's a wisdom save. Wisdom yes, save. Twelve. Uh, he fails. Is this the one who's still up? Yeah, who, who's yeah standing up. Okay, yeah. Hey, you. What do you want, Plant Lander? Wait, hold on. What's a Plant Lander? Bland, you, like you, Bland, land, it, it's my accent. You're you making said, fun you of me. You said Plant Land. Yeah, I am making fun <laughs> of you, you dummy. I dare you to try to hit me, because you can't, because you're too big and clumsy and doofy, and you said Plant Lander instead of Bland Lander. <laughs> you can't even insult me, right? Bring it on. Oh, it's on. And then now you guys are... He is compelled to attack only you, and there are penalties and stuff if he doesn't. He's gonna. It's uh, Shazefrith's turn. I am going to pull up, just a second, the Chronomancer page and see what fun things she has. It's fun stuff. She could turn him into a baby. (laughs) Turn him into a baby. Yeah, turn him into a baby, dude. If you miss roll and he turns into, like, a seven-year-old kid, like, that also works. Yeah. Because his hands would be too small to hold on to his helper. Pick him up and toss him aside. Pick him up and toss him aside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> to do an inside joke. Uh, Shaith, I love it. Shaith Frith is going to go over to Majumbo, uh, and she like roots around in his bags, and he's like, oh, what? I, I, oh, it, um, <laughs> and uh, she pulls out some of your rations, and she's going to cast a spell into the rations. You don't know what it is, but um, the way she casts a spell and starts to do whatever it does, but then the magic is held within the food. That is what she does. It is now Navia's turn. Navia, she she looks at you, uh, uh, Kat, and and uh, she says, I, we don't have any weapons anymore. I think I just have to risk it. I, I, I think I have a little bit more control over it now. After After what we just did, I just feel more empowered if if that I, I don't think I have much of a choice uh, and she casts thorn whip and it works Ooh. Uh, on the uh, the fallen one but she's gonna do some damage 
and a uh, vine does erupt from the ground and whip at this creature on the ground uh, and snaps and he exclaims. He yelps a little bit and it's it's comical the way that he does. It's not intimidating at all. Uh, and now it is Both's turn. Both is going to take a page out of your book, Nils, yeah. and also charge at the one who um, he's going to try to like like drop an elbow on the one who's <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Doesn't get a great you know, maybe he's trying to show off a little bit after he saw what you did. Uh, and he doesn't get a great uh, a great land, but he is going to. He's a very big man, so he's going to do some a little bit of damage to this guy. Um, <clears throat> and he kind of bounces off also on the ground, and he stays on the ground. He's not, you know, he's been in jail for a little bit. He's not up to 100%. Katheria, it is your turn. Okay, the one on the ground is still on the ground. On yes. The ground. Now, 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 wincing from having an elbow dropped. <laughs> I think seeing the thorn whip mm. and holding this uh, flower in her hand, yes, which she has that nat twenty last episode, mm-hmm. understands sort of the balance, the weight of it. Um, she did see Castian use it before as yes. like a flaming weapon. Yes. Oh, it was a sword, wasn't it? He's Not done a... several things with. Oh, okay. Yeah. A whip. There was a whip. There was a whip. There yeah. was a whip. So putting all these things together, I think she, uh, in tandem with that thorn whip, is going to try to do a flame whip using this new weapon. Okay, roll Arcana. Okay. Uh, 19 plus 1. Yeah, 20. 20. Okay, yeah. Using this magic is very strange for you. There is a... You've seen him, you've witnessed him do it, you've you've connected the dots, you've you've you know, had this moment with this object. But this is a different kind of magic. This is this hmm. is this feels different to you. When you stretch your hand away from the flower to conjure the whip, you feel a darkness. Hmm. That you've never felt with magic before. And it's not necessarily inherently evil, but it's not fey magic, and it's not your regular magic. There's some. This is this is bland a, magic. Yeah, you can say magic. it. <laughs> not pl- plant, plant, plant magic. magic. Yeah, that's Navia. Um, <laughs> it's something new. It is a it is a new kind of magic, and it it it. I don't know. I don't know how how does how do you feel? How does that? I mean, you're are you totally in this moment, or does that register? It registers. Okay. Because she's she's calculate brain this right. whole thing, um, it definitely registers, uh, and I think that she is like both alarmed by it, but also intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it it's not, although it feels dark, it's not like antagonistic towards her. Right. I think she'll move forward with going ahead and attacking. Okay. Roll uh, a, a attack roll with disadvantage. Because it's a little bit wild. You you pull this whip out, and it's a little bit like it's like a a, a fire hose or a hose with too much water pressure, and you're trying to control it, <laughs> and you don't have a complete handle on it. Like this this was not made for you. Um, so let's let's do a uh, a uh, twenty plus your dex uh, with disadvantage. First roll is a dirty twenty. Ooh. Second roll is a ten. Ooh. Oh no! The ten wins out. Yep. Uh, it's not uh, so unwieldy that you hit. Somehow you manage to avoid one of your many friends. <laughs> um, I flame fire hose. Yeah. Yikes. But uh, the flame, uh, when you crack that, the whip, it falls short um, of your intended target. Uh, it is now the guards, the the one who made the, uh, the unfortunate flub, 
uh, <laughs> uh, is now compelled to attack you, Nils. They didn't take your armor, um, okay. but they took your weapons and shield and stuff. Right, so just have my fists. Um, so you just have your fists. So you, you're, you're Henry Cavilling right now. <laughs> um, as Thank he, you. <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> Uh, not not uh, an inspiration for Nils. Just you know, take the corner and shrink it down. Um, <laughs> he has this this big um, poleaxe weapon, and he's going to swing it at you. Ooh, boy, he definitely uh, is going to make contact, uh, and you're going to take uh, eleven damage. He gets you pretty good. Oh. Uh, you you try to kind of jump back. Um, but you run out of space. You hit the back wall, uh, and the top of the, the point of this poleaxe um, c- cuts you across uh, your chest. Um, well, I guess any dumbass can swing a weapon. Th- this dumbass is going to run you through. Bl- bl- uh, 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 curse you! <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one is going to stand uh, and um, scramble for his. Uh, axe that you knocked out of his hand when you tackled him. Um, but uh, he doesn't reach it in time. Both grabs it. Mm. So now those two get into a tussle. Uh, it's back up to Plinth. Plinth is now going to cast... Like Plinth, Plinth has many spells to choose from. But are they ones that can fit in a tiny space? He will not make a bad choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to cast Fireball down here. <laughs> <laughs> Plintherin makes a gesture with his hands and nils uh, at your feet. Uh, there is a, ma- a outline of magical energy that outlines your shoes. Oh, uh, and you have with like a a magical outline of like uh, Hermes shoes with the with the wings, wings. and stuff. Um, <laughs> and you have been hastened, uh, <laughs> which means that your speed is doubled. You have a plus two bonus to your armor class. Um, you have advantage on deck saves, and you have an additional action. Uh, so I have three wow. actions. Wow. Yes. What you don't know is that... You can't cast a spell with this additional action, but you can attack again. Okay. What you don't know is that Mike and I have been playing Final Fantasy X, and the moment that one of his characters got haste, he lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> his favorite spell. I used to use haste a lot when I played Baldur's Gate. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's yeah. the it's the greatest. If it's, you combine haste with slow, like if you haste yourself and slow your enemy, yeah, it's good. It's might as well just put him to sleep. Yeah, can Plintherin <laughs> do that? <laughs> there is, I'm sure there is a slow spell, or there, there's yeah, there's ways of doing that. So t- I have two plus two armor class, three actions. What was the other thing? There was like a, a dex. Uh, you have advantage on dex saves. Advantage on dex saves. Yes. Wow. You can only use your extra action to attack. Dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Uh, when the spell ends, you can't move or take actions until your next turn as a wave of is a wave of lethargy sleeps over you. <laughs> oh no. But it is now it is Majumbo's turn. Majumbo is also going to uh, stick with the um, the buff spells. He's going to cast aid on you, Nils, uh, Kitheria, and Navia. Oh. So your uh Hit point. Your current hit points increase by five. Okay. Now it is your turn, Nils. Nils, this uh, you're backed up against the wall. You've got this guy. He's got the axe. You know, so he's kind of waving you off with the with the pole axe. Mm-hmm. You you are compelled to duel him. Okay. You have this haste, but you don't have a weapon. What do you do? Right. Am I fast? You are. F- 
yeah, we can play we can play with the technical rules of D&D to say that yes, you are fast cuz your speed is doubled. So you can move, yes, depending okay. on what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's got that. He's got that expression. Yeah, I got that. He's got uh, that twinkle uh, in his eye. Okay, so I look down at my feet and I see that they're glowing. Mm. And I look over at Plinth and I give him like a like a smirk, like a <laughs> smile. And then I look to the guy who's pointing the the uh, it's a Pole yeah, arm? it's like a pole axe. A yeah, pole yeah, axe yeah. at me. I look at him at the fa- in the face and say, "I know you're stupid, but are you slow too?" And I zip over to the side. I'm like, "I'm over here now." <laughs> and I zip over to the other side. I'm like, "I'm over here now." And then I want to quickly disarm him. No, Nils can definitely disarm. Yeah. Oh, Beth, Beth, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tease like that. Okay, so you're going to try to disarm him. He's going to try to make a strength saving throw. Uh, it was a six. Ooh, that probably won't do it. Roll a uh, roll an unarmed attack. As long as you hit, you will successfully disarm him. An unarmed strength. Thirteen. Ah, uh, thirteen won't hit him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that won't beat his armor class. Oh, uh, now you get, you guys are wrestling over it. Okay. We'll do that. Okay. Um, so you've grabbed it. He's grabbed it. It's a long stick. Yeah. You know, so now you're kind of rolling over it. You have uh, an, other actions. Yep. Um, okay, so we're wrestling over it. I'm going to try to punch him underneath or something. Um, or you want to, yeah. I want to, while I'm holding on to it, I want to fall backwards to try to draw him on top of oh, me but then, like, then kind of like over? either yeah either like yeah in my head I want to pull him down and bend my knees and try to kick, like, him, kick, him, kick yeah. him off okay roll yeah, yeah roll athletics nine. <laughs> oh man he's just gonna fucking fall on me he just falls on you <laughs> you're gonna take five damage oh my god he's a big heavy boy I'm uh, and oh my oof garbage. yeah well, how did you mock him you're slow <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now he's on top of you. Yeah. Well, now you're just slow, big, and dumb. Or I'm the dumb one. This isn't working out. And then <laughs> I guess I want to... He's on top of me. Do I have my arms free? Uh, you're kind of pinned underneath. You could you could maybe get a, 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 a punch tight two. punch in or a headbutt. Yeah, I'll go for a headbutt. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you've got the haste. <laughs> Me too. This is an unarmed strike again. Okay. Okay, at least I'll hit him with that. 24. Oh, yeah, 24 gets him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll your damage. Four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you. in his reaction from getting headbutted, he lets go mm. of the poleaxe. It is uh, Shay's turn. She's still casting that spell. Hmm. It's whatever she's doing, it's elaborate. And uh, she is still doing it. It is now Navia's turn. Navia is going to, um, she kind of like closes her eyes and looks back, like turns her head away in like a hope that she gets the thorn whip off again. Um, and she does, but she misses. Maybe look where you're going, Navia. It is Both's turn. Both now with the axe is going to bring it down uh, in a, uh, a coup de gras on the guard who was um, knocked to the ground by Nils, uh, and he just he just chops his head off. 
Wow. There's not really much else, oh, okay. not really much else to do there. <laughs> Damn. Um, one of these guards is now defeated. I can I just like I'm upside down. Can I like look upside downly at what just happened? Yeah, yeah as the yeah, head the rolls. Head, yeah, the head rolls next to you. Like, <laughs> That's oh god! So dark. <laughs> <laughs> I see the head, and then I look back, and I just see Bob. Yes, looming over yeah. there now with the axe. Just you know, pig flesh covered in blood. Oh God! Um, tusks. He's <laughs> uh, an impressive sight. It is Katheria's turn. Yeah, and then you see me running over to you because uh, I'm going to get this thing off of you. I've got this flower, which mm. I tried to make a whip, and mm. it ended up being very unruly. Mm. Uh, but it doesn't have to be a whip; it can be something else. The thing that I am used to fighting with is a short staff, so I'm going to try to turn this into a, a staff. Staff. Roll Arcana. Okay. Man. 18. Uh, 18 will do it. That'll do it. Interesting uh, inflection on an 18. This is a hard thing to to wrangle, it's a, huh? It's a, it's a big magic item Ooh. that I uh, didn't really expect you guys to get home. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, again, you have this kind of darkness, this feeling of darkness. The, the contrast turns up in the room whenever you use this. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the shadows are darker, the, the whites are whiter. And I'm going to... Is it flaming? It is, yes. It is it is flaming as you're holding it, but it doesn't burn you, but it no. is flaming. Okay. Um, I'm jabbing this thing into the, the ribs of... Okay. Roll a, uh, roll a strength roll. Uh-oh. With no proficiency. Zero proficiency. It's a three. It's a three. A three is not going to do it. Uh, you... I mean, it's just it's just thick hide armor. You kind of poke, um, and there's no uh, reaction. He's still, even though he has um, let go of the uh, of the axe, he's still on top of Nils and doesn't um, move from there. It is now uh, his turn. He's going to try to pull this axe away from you. Uh, Nils uh, isn't successful, so instead he's just going to punch you in the face. Oh, uh, a, tw- a twenty-two will get you. Yes, it will. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Yes, it will. Oh, right, because you have the, I have the plus, the plus two, two, but it's 20. Okay. Do you yeah. have a reaction? Uh, oh, like a... No, that's a deck don't save. Don't punch me in the face reaction? No, he's <laughs> not a fighter. He's not margarine. doesn't have those fighter levels. <laughs> uh, I know in my brain, I was like, do I have the fletch thing where I can, like, air dodge? <laughs> right. No, I can't. Not for a few weeks. Not- <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is... Uh, it is three damage you take from being hit. Ha <laughs> What a wuss. <laughs> this guy's so pissed at you. Uh, it's black, black, yeah, back up to um, Plintherin's turn. Plintherin is going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. When you said what it was to Bill's cat's over him, like still trying to prod him with this thing, which is not effective. She's like, stop goading him. <laughs> He's like punching you in the face as you pinned down on the ground. You're like, nah, you can't get me. Uh, stop it. Plintherin is going to cast a spell and just. Fling this guy up against the wall, knocking him out. Oh. Um, and uh, you see Both motion. Uh, he, you know, says like he waves his arm in a "come this way" way. Uh, Kat um, puts her arm out to lift Nils up. Ah, thanks. Oh, you are covered in slime. Yeah, I'm. I don't feel comfortable right now. <laughs> 
I do I can I, wait, does mending clean people? Ooh, maybe. Spoken physically repair a magic item or construct. It can't restore magic. It can repair a break or tear in an object. No, I can't. I don't have clean you. <laughs> clean you magic. <laughs> clean you magic. <laughs> uh it, it yeah, so you help uh Dills up, bot says, come this way. Okay, then I wipe his face with like my cloak. Oh. That's very sweet. Uh Kathiri's a little bit taller once you pull him up, but you're pretty much looking eye to eye, but Kathiri's a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. Um you have this moment and the bot is like grunts and says, Come this way with his gestures. Um, Majumbo comes out, uh, and he puts a hand on your shoulder, uh, Nils, and, and, uh, he says, I knew you had him the whole time. I, I, yeah, thanks. I just, you know, was, there was a lot going on in my head. I was thinking of a lot of things. I just wanted to keep making him mad because I know when people get mad, they make mistakes. That's true. That's why I am always so cheery. That's why I love you. Cat <laughs> 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 <That> starts. <laughs> I want to search the bot. I want to search uh, the guy who got knocked out. Okay. For anything. Uh, sure. You find a ring of keys. Ring of keys. Okay, ring cool. of keys. Important object to find on a guard. Good call there. You also have his poleaxe now. Yeah, so pole, you yeah. have a weapon that is going to give you, uh, uh, you can use, you can use your proficiency on it for sure. Um, it's going to be strength. Uh, here, I'll just add something to your inventory real fast. Oh, okay. He didn't have like a, a picture of his family or anything, right? Like, no. Cool. <laughs> I don't have to feel Dog like tags. <laughs> hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to the prequel series of D&D&D. We're, we're here. We're at the finale. We're so excited. Thank you so much for listening to this little experiment that me and Beth and Mike did here while, while James and Chelsea took their break. Uh, we're really appreciative uh, that you stuck with us through uh, playing around with these characters and, and what their story was. It was it was a lot of fun for, for all of us, all three of us. Uh, we really enjoyed uh, getting to know uh, not just Kytheria and Nils, but Navy and Majumbo and, and the whole adventure. And uh, it was a, a joy, and, and I hope that, that you think so as well. So we've got one more part after this one. Uh, the thrilling conclusion to the prequel will be here in a couple weeks, but um, we are not quite done yet, but this is the the beginning of the end, so to speak, and and for real this time. <laughs> I know I've been teasing it for a little bit, but for, but for real, this is the finale. That means that we will have a pre-and-D-and-D-and-D discussion episode uh, coming up soon with Beth and Mike and myself. Uh, so if you have a question about the prequel... Uh, about the story, about the process, uh, about anything involved in this little prequel series. Um, or I suppose if you have questions about uh, anything, maybe even for season five within reason, uh, you can email those to us at dndndpod at gmail.com with the subject line prequel discussion question. And we may answer it here in a couple weeks. So, uh, email us your questions with prequel discussion question in the subject line, uh, and we may answer it. Uh, I may also uh, do a Twitter uh, call for questions as we get closer, if that's more of your jam. Uh, follow us on Twitter at d Uh So stay tuned for that as well.
If you're interested in merch, we have merch available at our Tee Public store. That official D&D&D Tee Public store, the link is our pinned tweet on our Twitter. That's the only place that you can get real D&D&D merch right now uh, as Beth revamps her shop and such. So uh, don't buy it from anywhere else. There's We've seen some, uh, unfortunately... Stolen bootlegged designs elsewhere on the internet where there's like the D&D&D logo with dice. That's not us. We don't have dice on our official shirt. So don't get that one. Uh, Only go through our uh, official one, which is pinned uh, on our Twitter profile. So so check that out if you're interested in merch, t-shirts, notebooks. I have a notebook with the D&D logo on it. I'm holding it right now that uh, I've been keeping notes in um, for the last few months um, for not just D&D, but uh, or not just D and D and D, but D and D in general. My my side game right with Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I have my notes in that as well. So it's a great notebook. Um, if if you don't want a T shirt or you already got the T shirts, you can get other stuff there as well. And that helps out the show. It helps out Beth uh, and her amazing artwork. So so go and do that. For more of Beth's art, you can check out the Patreon patreon.com slash D and D pod. Uh, where we will be releasing the new uh, t-shirt design, which will be coming up uh, end of July, sometime this month, or next month, if you're listening to this to the day it came out. Uh, and um, as well as recipe cards for the prequel will be coming out very, very soon. We'll have the paella will be the first one. Uh, very excited about that. And then we'll also have recipes for uh, the Aperol spritzes that we had uh, and the fish sticks fish sticks, uh, the hot pot, and um, I'm going to play around with trying to figure out uh, something fun for for the dragon bits with um, dragon fruit and shaved ice to a dessert thing. I haven't really cracked that one yet, but I'm going to play around it here, play around with it here over the holiday. Uh, so stay tuned, patrons, for those recipes coming here over the next couple weeks. Season five will be coming in August. Yes, that's that's true. That's real. It is happening. And we will get back to the main story uh, with James and Chelsea returning uh, this August for the season five premiere. Uh, it will be almost uh, almost a full year off, I guess. But uh, but we'll be back to it. Uh, excited to get the get back to the main story with the main characters and see uh, how things have changed for them as uh, as the adventure continues. I think that's it for me. Just a couple of ads and then back to the action. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, they would have like daggers or something. So Majumbo and Navia grab a dagger. These two daggers, unless Katheria, you want one. You have your, you have the flower. I yeah. have the flower, yeah. Um, Which, by the way, it's transfigured into a staff right now. Will it stay like that? It's not turning back currently. Okay. If you are willing it to be a staff, yeah, it is staying a staff. Okay. Um, but you, everything you still have, as long as you're engaged with this, there's that darkness. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, she's used to weird experiencing shit. the world differently every step she takes in the Feywild, <laughs> so. It's true. Navia, Majumbo have daggers. You, Nils, and Both the pigmen have these big uh, halberds, uh, these big pole axes. He cut off a head with a pole axe? No, it's an axe, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's an axe on the end of a pole. Yeah, but those are tiny. This one's big enough. Okay. <laughs> Cut off an orc man's head. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, Both is muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And little else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, a good nose, presumably, to sniff out his prey. And you leave the dungeon. You flee this, uh, you flee down the hallway past the other cells and you reach uh, the stairs that you were led down initially by Castian. You go up, and you reach the landing at the top where uh, Plintherin stops you, uh, and he says, uh, we have to be careful sneaking through this castle. There could be cult members around any, any corner, and they're no doubt going to be uh, looking for uh, Katheria soon if they do want to, to do whatever ritual they're planning on doing. So um, we need to be careful. Belamore, what's our goal here? Are we trying to get to the heart of this or escape? Uh, and there's a look between Shaysfrith and Plintherin. They kind of have a moment of kind of a, a unspoken communication. You don't know. You know, they're very magical. For all you know, they could be communicating. <laughs> um, but it's it's face, facial expressions and stuff. You don't You don't get the sense that that they're necessarily using any kind of telepathy or whatever. But uh, Shay Frith comes over to you, Kithiri, and she takes uh, your hands in hers, and she has large reptilian hands, but there's a tenderness still in, in, in how she holds them. Uh, and she says, no matter what happens, we will get you out of here. This is not your end. And then she says, shh, get down. And uh, everybody roll stealth. Twelve. Twelve is not awesome. Ten. Ten's not awesome either. <laughs> uh, the group uh, is successful, however. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, so what, is just Cat and I are doing Yeah, you, you and Katheria and Nils are, are kind of pushed to the back by everybody else. Like, mm. But like Both kind of swings a big meaty arm back and just kind of pushes you guys back to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so now uh, you're at this stairway and it's him, uh, Plintherin, Shay, uh, Majumbo, Navia, Nils, Katheria, as you guys are lined up down this stairway. Too many characters. <laughs> <laughs> I just whisper it. You wouldn't put the person you're protecting in the back of the line. Yeah, let's switch. And we do. Okay. You see, you all kind of like peek around the corner and you watch as a, a uh, squad of three uh, cult members walk past. Uh, one of them pauses for a second. Um, <laughs> as and, we're mid-switch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and listens. And did roll a nat 20, so oh you guys now. Wow. Um, Both, uh, he turns, he it's looks. It's because of us. Because <laughs> he's got these cling clang armors. <laughs> yeah. He turns. It's my we fault. shouldn't have switched. 
The cultist turns and sees the seven of you uh, lined up along the wall of the staircase, uh, and Both immediately rushes forward, takes a swing with the axe, crits, kills him. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm not even going to roll damage. <laughs> just, like, cuts him in half. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every campaign needs a Both. Slide. The, the two, two halves just slide apart. Uh. Um, and the other two cultists, he engages the other two cultists. He grunts something in his uh, his language, um, and Shay says, "Please." <laughs> yeah. uh, I just had a thought now of like maybe deep lore. He's somehow related to Papa. Oh, no, we don't need to oh, do no, that. Don't do that. We don't need to do that. Dude, that would do be it. Awful. Make it more tragic when I yeah. finally kill Popo. Papo. What's his name? Papo. Don't. No. Um, Shay uh, says, he'll hold them off. Come this way. Uh, and you guys rush and turn the corner, leaving Both to fend can off I, the other two cultists. But like as, as I turn, can I uh, cast Cure Wounds at level two on, on Both? Sure. Because he's still kind of... He's not 100%. He's not 100%. That's for sure. Okay. I would like to do that to him. Okay. Seven. Seven. All right. You heal him <laughs> for seven. Uh, and he turns back after swinging uh, the axe and making contact with one of the other, cult- other cultists. And he gives you like a thumbs up. Uh, uh, kind of hoof. He has like hoofy fingers. They're strange looking. <laughs> okay. Um, and he can, he can uh, grip things. Yeah, they're 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 like ha- they're like the they, nails they come are together like, to yeah, form a to hoof. Fo- yeah, it's like really strong nails. Ooh. And they form a Yikes. hoof, and then they have individual fingers. It's a, it's an interesting species. Anyway, um, so you guys turn and run in the opposite direction. You are now fleeing down this hallway. At any moment, feel free to interject with anything if you guys want to do something. Otherwise, we're just going to move through. You're fleeing down this hallway until you reach another, uh, you know, another T, another where, uh, choice to go uh, either left or right. Um, and as you are running, Majumbo just yells, left! Um, <laughs> and you turn, uh, Plintherin does, whether or not that is the correct direction, you don't know. But you do, you turn and you reach a stairway that goes up, you follow it. Uh, now you are on the uh, the ground level of the castle. You open up into a courtyard uh, where you can see now um, more of the center of this castle. There is a large main building uh, that... The tree is growing over, the horrible tree from uh, before, the evil tree possessed by Orlthos. And your your gaze follows up this, this storm is raging, snow is pelting you in the face, there's the purple lightning that flashes, and you get your first look at the, at the dragon itself. Mm. But it's not what you expected it to be. The tree grows up into a point, like a spear. And this spear point, high above the, 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 the tower of the castle, has pierced the heart of the dragon. And there's this gaping opening where the, the, this, tree has, this tree spear has, has impaled the dragon. And you can see a very, very slow beat Oh, no. Of this heart. And it's from this opening, from this wound, that this storm swirls and rages. The 
the skin, the scales of the dragon don't have any shine or luster to them. They're incredibly pale, almost white, almost gray. But the heart glows with a, a bright, bright light. You can see within it, and it's almost as if you can see deeper in than there should be of a cavity. It's, it's a strange thing to look into this heart of this dragon that is very, very slowly beating. And the vines are growing out from that, this tree spear and stretching into all the other plants that had once lived in this presumably once beautiful castle. And they mix and mingle and twist and, and you know, and, and violate. And with each pump, you can see a kind of energy move down this spear as if it's pulling something from the heart. And Shaysrith uh, gasps, and she just lets out like a very soft, like, no. Winterin says, we need to get you out of here, the four of you, but I think I need to do, we need to do something about this too. We can't let him use this for, for evil. I, Shay, I, we, we thought, we thought he was long dead already, but it may be us who finally have to end his suffering. And Shay just kind of looks away. She doesn't, she like can't even comprehend the thought. And then uh, an arrow flies and hits nearby, just narrowly missing you, Nils. Uh, and across the courtyard are three more guards. They have bows drawn. Mm. Uh, Plinthorin is going to shoot off a spell, uh, but it, ma- it misses. It sails wide. Uh, and now it is Majumbo's turn. We're back in initiative order. There's a new combat. Okay. You're about 30 feet away from these guys across the courtyard. Uh, the central building that the tree and the dragon are all wrapped around uh, is about 100 feet from you across this courtyard, this main, the main center of the castle. Uh, it is Majumbo's turn. Majumbo is going to rush across and try to stab at one of these guys. Ooh, he crits. Good oh, job, wow, Majumbo. Nice. Like oh, good roll. Uh, he gets one. He gets a guy right in the right in the eye and oh. and, uh, and takes out a cultist right away. Wow. Nils, it's now your turn. Um, I turn to Kateria and I put my hand on her shoulder and say, "Whatever happens, you're going to be okay." I cast Warding Bond on her at level two. What is Warding Bond? Warding Bond. Uh, any a willing creature that I touch creates a mystic connection between the two of us. While the target is within 60 feet of me, it gains uh, a plus one bonus to AC uh, and saving throws, and it has resistance to all damage. Each time it takes damage, I am the one that takes the amount of damage. So any damage done to her is nullified, but is given to me. Ooh, what does this look like? What, like, it's... You have this moment, I, I, like I'm imagining something a little bit anime, like where where like suddenly you're in like a different, like the background is different, <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. colors and the we move move around you. This is like a moment. This is like this is like your crush manifesting in magic. Yeah, the like wind is blowing up from beneath us, or so hair is kind of just yeah. like <laughs> uh, flying around. Um, my hood lifts off. Yeah. And I grab her hand 
and I give her a kiss on the hand. And I look up, I look back up at her, and then I release her hand, and then I charge at the other, uh, <laughs> the other guards. The other guards. I feel like there's a blustery snowstorm that's happening, yes, right? But for some much. reason, I can always see Mills through. Yeah. There's like no snow in between my eyeline of him. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's clear. Yeah. Yeah. And the magic of the warding bond. As it takes effect, as Nils turns and rushes off towards the guards, and now there are more guards coming in, too, from from other areas of this courtyard. You can see that, like, word is out. You guys are here. And Nils is rushing into this, and there are now four or five guards over there with Majumbo, and he's just got his dagger, and he's trying to to fight him off. Um, And Nils is rushing away. And you're watching this, Kateria, and the snow, it it's doesn't exist there. And you can you have this clear view of him rushing towards uh, foes to try to protect his friend. And a streak of your hair, your dark hair, turns to match his color. Just a little chunk of it. And it grows out from the bottom. And it lightens. And you have now a streak of hair that matches Nils. And you guys are bonded. She doesn't even know. D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.